Yo, 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 what up, y'all? This is Hold Up, We Need to Talk. I'm Boss Beatty here with the girl Barbs. What up? And Jado. Yeah, man. Back like we never left. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. Yeah. Man. Made it through uh, COVID, Delta. Now we in Omicron, and we we got back after it. Man. We said we got to get the people what they need. What's up? What's up, y'all? Back like we never left. I feel like we all got updates and shit. I feel like, like we definitely left, but we are definitely back. <laughs> we are definitely back. We definitely left. There was a whole bunch of stuff going on, man. A whole bunch of uh, uh, situations and people's lives have progressed. Uh, Talk about it. Yeah. I have. I don't know about y'all. Let's, updates, let's start with I, you, man. First I, of all, you've uh, go ahead. I have since been married. Dang. Woo! Hit <laughs> the claps. Hit the claps. Yes. There we go. Since we've been married, yeah, man. Um, I uh, y'all met my beautiful wife Deja, uh, and so uh, shout out yeah, to her. Shout out to Deja. Ooh, child. <laughs> I thought she was the lost cause for me. Hey, man. You, what's I, fucking? I, I got so much respect for her. What's amazing about what she literally <laughs> just said? And I swear to God, this was organic. Mm-hmm. My wife be telling me that people be in her DMs like, "Girl, congratulations! I'd have never thought." <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing to come out of Barb's mouth right now is the first thing because we made it a point not to talk until we got here so we could share it for the podcast. Right. That was super organic. That was hilarious. Um, yeah, married, started a dog business. So I yeah. have a Frenchie and a English Bulldog business. All right. What's the name talk, of talk it? About, talk about uh, Iron Forge Bulldogs, Iron Forge Bullies. We have a couple of brands. So we're the parent company and then we have a couple underneath companies. So if you guys have any bulldog needs, English or Frenchy or American, uh, please come to me and I'll send you to the, uh, the link that you could go get your dog from. Um, yeah, and I have a dog now. So people say raising a dog is like raising a child, which is not. But there's some comparisons there. There's some, there's like, for example, I'm normally always the early one and I was late today. Yeah, because I didn't account for like just the tedious little side stuff that I have to do, and I'm sure it's on a hundred when you have a kid. So I am in no way trying mm. to put myself on the level of having a child. I would never disrespect parents like that, but I, still, I feel like the main big difference between dogs and parents—I mean, dogs and children—is you can leave dogs alone. Right. Yes. You can right. Like, yes. Hey, hey, like the other day, I was tired tired of her. Her name is Cruella. Uh, mm. I was tired of Cru. And uh, so I just I just went upstairs, and I remember when I was walking up there, my thought being, man, if this was a kid, I couldn't do this. Couldn't do that. I no. couldn't just, just be like, couldn't, yo, I'm done with you. You can leave. You have it. to be right there. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I know firsthand. <laughs> exactly. Don't. You? What's the transition, huh? Barb's? Would you like to divulge? Um, I'm a whole ass mom now. This is crazy, hey. right? Boom. <laughs> I mean, I've been a mom to a lot of these bitches for the longest anyway, oh. <laughs> but I officially have my own child hey. um, engaged. Oh, yeah. hey. look at God. Come look right. at God. Won't he come right. through? Come through. I'm late. I'm sheesh. And, um, just finished filming season two of Black Ink. Wow. Man, what the fuck this, this clap button going to be... <laughs> it's going to be worn the hell Look at that. You know, I, I still have Vanity Vane and Instagram. It's Shop Vanity Vane. Go off. Go Our on. website is www.shopvanityvane. Go off. Get into it. It gives what it needs to give. As it should. Yes. As it should. That's dope, man. That's the first of all. I just want to congratulate both of you on making... 
such amazing strides in life. Thank you. Yeah, Especially appreciate over it. this Thank you. incredible, difficult time. Yeah. It's been tough. It's, it's crazy. Has it been? Yeah. yeah. It's been it, tough? Let me, let me tell you about it. I've been blessed. I've been blessed. You've been very blessed. You can be blessed and it still be tough. Well, I work in healthcare, so my job didn't really stop. I know a lot of people's jobs and situations stop, and a lot of people are like, you know, everything just kind of was put on pause while literally every day, even in the initial shutdown, I was still going to work or doing some sort of, so it was actually, it, you know, I know this is controversial. It was actually kind of like good for me because yeah. there was no traffic. Mm -hmm. I'm driving in and out of work and I'm like, I'm getting paid. And then I don't have the, um, the temptations of like going to restaurants or going to clubs or, and because we're social distancing. So all that money that I'm getting is like, literally just going into my savings account so it was like kind of a solid situation for me aside from the drinking and the eating and stuff but like yeah, also, because i wasn't working out so that that part, that part helped you yeah yeah but well <laughs> I, I well i did lose 40 pounds over it yeah i see oh, wow. i see well you got out of sea slim jim over here like, yeah i got this big ass sweater on but i'm like really uh, a lot thinner than I, but I didn't even realize how big I was before quarantine or when it first started. So how did you slim down? What was going on? Well, wait, really uh, quick before we get in there, do you have any updates for us? I think life? this is his, well, what his updates. Yeah, update. Okay, update. my bad, my bad. These are part of it. Um, uh -huh. And it, how I started in the very beginning of the first variant, mm -hmm. um, I was uh reintroduced consistently introduced by the barber that i had at the time to a what they call iridologist right mm -hmm. which is like the most non-invasive medical <laughs> professional i've ever seen because mm -hmm. all he does is really look at your eye your i think eyes, you were talking about that yeah picture of my eye yeah he looked in my eye and he could tell me I have much salt, sugar. You can tell me if I was stressed, all that. He he could do everything from just looking at your eye. Hmm. He looked at my eye, told me I had too much sugar in my diet. Told me I can I can use taking out the salt. He told me all these other little pieces of just like the main thing was the sugar. Mm -hmm. Bam, and he gave me three vitamins to take and do a cleanse. I just I elected to take a bigger cleanse because I just was like, well, if I'm gonna do a cleanse, might as well just do the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So the cleanse was 21 days, mm -hmm. no food for first seven days, just oh. water and vitamins. Mm. Oh. Second seven days is real quick before you go on. Did you actually do that first seven days, no food, just vitamins and water? That's it, and you can have. And so the second <laughs> seven days, I can have a smoothie of like fruit, vegetables, but no juice. Like I can have like powder or like, you know, how I want to make it. And I can have um, raw vegetables. Mm -hmm. And I still mm. eat, yes. And then the 21, like 14 through 21, I can do, I can have like, you can cook them like if you want to steam the vegetables or if you want to actually do something that is uh, like, uh, you can still do your raw vegetables. You can do your smoothie still and you can do raw and your vitamins. 21 days by the time that shit was over yeah not only are your taste buds completely different but also you lose so much weight. i would and imagine it so it wasn't initially to lose weight like yeah. initially it was, it was just, just to get healthy dog look look at this that oh. is the person that started so i have a question <laughs> jesus i definitely i see that that was, looking how, at you. That was well, how i started well, well what we might do if he's okay mm -hmm. with this we'll post this picture that he just showed us yeah. on um on instagram yeah so you guys can see what he's yeah. referencing to 
Dog. So question that mm-hmm. that first seven days, did you ever feel weak, lightheaded, sick? <sighs> like I can't imagine I, not eating. The first seven days, what I actually felt was um mentally weak. Hmm. I never felt like actual weakness or like sickness or something. I felt just mentally weak, like, man, I wanna eat some fill in the blank, whatever you like. Right. And I just wanted to, I just wanted some apple cider and I just wanted to, you know, but it's like not because I needed cider, not because I needed, you know, whatever tacos. It was just like so I'm so used to it and God, this is crazy. So first seven days was really about battling your mind because the more the so the vitamins were every two hours and with the vitamins I had to drink. 10 ounces or more of water, right? When you do that, you're not hungry. If you keep doing the vitamins and drinking the water to that level, you're not hungry. Trust me. Well, can it, we give him a round of applause for even being able to God, do that? No, no. You did not. I was never hungry. And so I just, every two hours, I had my alarm set on my phone. Every two hours, I would go take my vitamins and. Drink. So, wait, this is mid pandemic, right? So you weren't going No, anywhere. this is right like after it started. So you weren't going anywhere as much? Nowhere. Okay. I was here. And you need to be home. I was about to say, I feel like I could do that. On the weekend, maybe. But Mm -hmm. I would need nothing to do. I would have to like, if if the moment I left my house, I'm not, you know, to your point about mental toughness slash Mm -hmm. weakness, the moment I left my house and started being active and doing stuff, I feel like I'd fall short. Yeah. Uh, You can't go nowhere because your body is going to eliminate so much. Yeah, oh, I'd, I'd, so, you'd be a, I'd be I a pissy you, patty. Like bro, I'd have be, to pee every five minutes. You'd be peeing. You'd be you'd be on the pot. Oh, you'd yeah, be like yeah, yeah. every thirty minutes or something. It's like your body's going, detoxing and getting detoxing. rid of all that. So it's like, yeah. Oh, he told me also anything with dairy, like even like all the way down to nacho cheese Doritos. He was like, the nacho cheese dust is made with. Actual milk and that dairy is also contributing to like that. It went that deep. Wait, well, Doritos like... are made with real stuff. No, uh, well... Doritos were already. I mean, I don't eat Doritos, but he was saying the dust from the the nacho cheese chips that I was eating at the time. Well, it sounds like, and I mean, no slight against this gentleman. It sounds like he knows the shit, but it also sounds like he just gave. It sounds like very Doctor Sebi ish, mm-hmm. where he uh, gave you a very regimented plan and and of being healthy and that. Regardless of what your eyes look like, and I, I don't want—I'm not trying yeah. to slight this gentleman because yeah. I'm sure he knows what he's talking about and he's smart. But if you follow what it sounds like you did, regardless of what your eyes look like, you gonna get healthy. Dog, twenty-one days. Now, did your eyes change after that twenty-one days? I went that's a back. Great question. To, that's a good question. I went back to him on the like. I went back to him like two months after because he was like, you know, a lot of people do the days like go into it and like they are really it's like going into new year's you know what i'm saying they go they're really pumped really up really pumped up and then they when they complete their 21 days they're like no nah, i'm about to have some chili cheese fritos yeah 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 right at lewisburg <laughs> no, y'all I, know i love my lewisburg. hey i was thinking a, a pastrami chili cheese fries <laughs> Man, you gotta get the chili cheese fry look shameless <laughs> if you guys ever go to lewisburger Get the chili cheese fries, but get your fries crispy with a little extra seasoning. Oh, oh my God. God. And listen, listen, there's more. There's a method to the so madness. So cook it longer in the grease. Look, and then you have to, you have, you have to keep, you have to keep the container closed until you get home. 
Oh my God. So the reason why you get the fries crispy is because you keep it closed until you get home. So when you get home, you don't have soggy fries, but your cheese is nicely melted. Oh my God. So I know you're probably disgusted. With I know. Me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm thinking about? There's a method to it with uh, the strawberry soda. Recently, me and my, my wife, and she sends me clips, has gotten into my 600 pound life. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like a my, six, my 600 pound life. <laughs> Uh, life hack, right? Well, it's, <laughs> but for it me, sounds it's good. A, my 142 pound life hack, okay? <laughs> and it's and it's worked it's perfectly so, it for me. It sounds amazing, though. It does, hey, I'm not man. gonna hate. Yeah. There's absolutely no way I would. Let me tell you, I'd try that. That sounds hey, fire. Let me, let me Look, tell try you. it on the low. You ain't got to post it. You ain't got to tell nobody. You don't so, got to text in a group chat. Just text me on the side and just put the thumbs up and let me know if you tried it. You just put Lewis Burger thumbs up. Yeah. You should know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So here's the thing when you go through that type of extensive journey, yeah. you, I stopped eating for like taste. By the time I finished it, it was really I, I eat, drink based upon what I feel like I need to get to not be hungry. That's you also it. never drank alcohol. I never anyway. drank alcohol anyway, but like I used to drink, you know, soda or you know. Have juice. you ever drank alcohol? No, no, okay, never. But like, like twice in your life, right? I've, I've tasted at um, your birthday that at one my time. My birthday, and then I was at like an award show or something, and you know, had but, some champagne. I had some champagne, but. I, oh, feel, no. I feel so bad for my glass of wine that I have once my child finally goes to sleep every night. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to someone who doesn't drink and every night I'm like, he sleep? Yes, yes. let me get my wine. Uh -huh. wine. Oh, I have, a, I have an annual no like, Friday night None. bottle of wine. So I'm no, no shame, my to brother. To. As you should. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm I'm picky on the type of water. I wish somebody would hand me a Dasani. I'm like, uh. How yeah. dare you add me Arrowhead? Yeah, do you hate How me? How dare you, you add like, me Aquafina? If, if you hand me Aquafina, you give zero fucks about it. Oh, <laughs> you, you want to see me do like, that. I don't, know, I don't know what toilet water tastes like, but hey, I feel but like I it's Aquafina. Which, one, which one's worse, Black Air Force energy or Aquafina energy? Oh, Aquafina. man, Aquafina, <laughs> Aquafina energy for sure. I'll take my chances against the Black Air exactly. Force. Exactly. But if you're walking around carrying carrying Aquafina in your hand, Dog, you don't give I'm a fuck about life. I'm what kind of person. You are exactly. and Jim's be having the nerve to oh have Aquafina in the vending machine. Yeah, of course, oh, like, in the no, they have it in the vending yeah. machine, like or both or for free. Because like, it's like I, you know why I'm gonna take free? my chances and go to this faucet that you have over here. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go and risk COVID before I go over here and get this Aquafina. You, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm gonna drink <laughs> from this faucet. Oh my Shit. god, I'm there's no it. way. Dead ass. So after I did the iridologist stuff, I um I also put into but see a lot of these businesses I started a couple of businesses but a lot of these businesses require me to be active within the community mm -hmm. and I can't or I haven't been mm -hmm. so um yeah I'm I've started uh two businesses one company is called not for hire inc not for hire inc is based upon my thought process in relation to music business and everything and I realized a lot of my time initially was started, I was moving towards wherever the money was at. And that is what takes away from being great at your Being craft. creative. Being creative, okay. being great, you're doing it for one or the other. You, yeah. And I definitely um, got closer to people that are like, yo, I do it for the money. This is what I'm doing it for. And then I know people that do it for- The art. For their art, they love it, and that's a part of their, but, but you know, and it's nothing wrong with either one, but 
my personal perspective is like I I'm not for hire. I need to really think that you're great for me to come right for you. Yeah, or yeah, I yeah. really need to respect your craft. Yeah. And so not for hire started. Um um I started the Press Play Network. Press Play Network started, but that's one I really need to uh like actually be in the I have to have people come to that. So it's like challenging. Yeah. And then um yeah, shoot. Um still de- being a father. <laughs> Hey, man, I was up first from all before this podcast. I was up at like 830 working on a splinter that I had. He got last night. <laughs> oh, really? What? Dad life. That, that splinter was not fucking with me. And I have higher respect for the uh, people in the medical field. I worked in dermatology for the longest. Uh, yeah. That was the so closest I've got. Stuff like that. Yeah. Splinters and shit. Oh my. Yep. Oh, his, yeah, his finger was getting swollen. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God. But uh, yeah, that's the hardest as far as uh, my medical world goes. <laughs> Well, before we go any farther, farther, we'd be remiss. Of course, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Iron Forge Dog Breeding. Damn. Um, that's uh, my company. If you're interested in buying any f- dogs, uh, that w- you could DM me and I could forge you on to uh, my page, uh, Iron Forge LLC. Uh, also, it's brought to us by Shop Vanity Vane. Do we have anything going on? Um, we, Well, ladies, I'm sorry you just missed the sale, but I do have a lot of great items and a lot of our stuff is reasonably priced. Um, I price it off of how I shop yep. and what I look for. And I see a lot of boutiques out there that really, really mark up the price of some of the items that they sell. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one for doing that. Yep. I might not be making the most money out of it, but I, I don't feel bad about what I'm selling. I'm not buying something for $10 and then selling it to you for 90 or a hundred. Right. That's just not my thing. Yeah. So it's, it's a struggle. It's a battle for me right now, but I'm not going to change that. As you should. So I say, should. you know, ladies, mm-hmm. fellas, even check it out. Yeah. It's shopvanityvane.com. Online, we're at shopvanityvane. Absolutely. And I don't think you guys will be disappointed, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and also this, this episode is brought to you by um, uh, the Taco Bell Chicken Wings. Okay. Um, oh my I know God. That Jado, after we just talked about health. Jado okay. just went on his diatribe about um eating right and being eating vitamins for 17 days, whatever the hell that was I going on. 21 days. But I but we, we <laughs> need to we need to be respectful to our sponsors. The Taco Bell chicken wings. If you go to Taco Bell right now, I believe, uh until about January 17th, you ask them for chicken wings, tell them that hold up, we need to talk sent you. They will give you your exact order. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> Just so you know that this is all bullshit. Don't listen to anything. Else. Uh, <laughs> Thank you very much. I thought she was about to say this camera. I had them chicken wings this morning and I hate it. Hey. I front. No, I saw I saw someone do a review on them. Mm-hmm. And they actually said they were fire. I heard listen, I heard both ways. Yeah. My wife had them and she did a review and she liked them. And so on my way home, I got a pack and I'm embarrassed to admit that those things is really goddamn good. Now the dips. I want to try one. I mean, I love Taco Bell, so it's I do not enjoy like, Taco Bell too. Jado, that, that Doritos taco is Jado, fire. If y'all can see Jado's face, he's judging so hard. That Doritos nacho taco hey, is sent from hey, Weed Heaven. Hey, so listen, okay? listen, listen. And I'm but pissed but that I they know, took away. I'm, the no. Mexican pizza. Taco Bell. Oh, they're bringing it back. I heard. I'm ready. Hey, we I, on. I was ready. It's to, it's I was holiday. ready to write a letter it's to whom it may concern. I wrote one. 
You did? Well, I DM'd them on Twitter. That, I sent them a message. I, I said, hey, listen. So I thank you. If you that. guys want a customer back, you need to get the Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will yeah. boycott your shit. I agree. I will I boycott over the. So, With yeah. a strawberry freeze? Oh, Ooh. man. So oh, I actually don't do the drinks from there because their drinks are just so harsh on my throat. It's mm. just pause. That's kind of Yeah, I'm about to say that. Damn, came off a little. Man, that's <laughs> wild. We need, we need a button that says, huh? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Pause. Wait, 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 where's it? Find it. Nope. No, we ain't got it. We need a button like, <laughs> what? Excuse me? Hey, no, no. We need that We need that guy from, what would you say to Joe Byron right now? <laughs> hey, yo, hey, that yo, guy. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Uh, hey, so uh, the Taco Bell chicken wings Pull up on them Tell them Hold up we need to talk Sent you uh, And if something happens We are not to blame mm. We are not to blame If they look at you And say we don't know What y'all talking about Right so I we didn't know. tell you Which Taco Bell I know I'm a bougie eater uh, yeah. Because you know I Well I knew that When when we was living together And we had that conversation And you was like I've never had drive through Because something's weird About people yeah. passing me passing food, food Through a window. window First of all Passing me food Through a window Is out That's about <laughs> crazy If I can get it If you can have it ready By the time I drive From here to there Then something ain't right <laughs> Secondly I need I need to invest In this uh, This specimen Of awesomeness That's <laughs> sitting before you So therefore my investing <laughs> comes in with my and digesting. Like, what am I putting in there? Hey, listen. So, can I can I touch on that? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> when you when you reference to investing in greatness that's sitting in front of me, okay, right? I've done the same thing. Mm, go off. And that's why I'm 142 pounds. Hey, you I believe that. I you believe. Tell me, hey. I am not fit. Okay. Hello. Okay. I believe that there are multiple ways to invest in the in your your temple, and it doesn't have to be my way. It doesn't have to be necessarily through nourishment. Cause baby, can't ah. tell me nothing now. Hello. Hello. It doesn't have to be this way, but that's the way that works for me. Yeah. I I start my day with just water and. Fruit. Yeah. Today is pomegranate, but usually it's water and apple or pear. And do you eat eggs? No, hell oh, no. I love eggs. What eggs? No way. I God, eggs. I love eggs. My baby loves eggs. There I can eat my, eggs. My dad eat every eggs, meal. So. I would never. I can eat eggs with everything. Eggs? No. What? Okay. Okay. I went to a you know, spot that had here. Uh, here's much a, I've I've already started kind of like a healthy journey. Uh, after my birthday, which is in February, we're mm-hmm. gonna ramp it up. So as this show continues, mm-hmm. I'll say that like. Uh, what we could do is I'll follow some things that you say, and we can see how it progresses, and I'm down to uh, do the thing. Yeah, I'm so, you let me know how that goes. I'm <laughs> I'm so, so. You'll see how yeah, it goes. You let me I'm know so how it down. It's, it's, it's all going to just require mental strength. Okay. That's it. You ain't going to have no no weights. Yeah. Uh, just, it's all going to just require consistency and mental, and strength. mental that, strength. That's fine. That's, that's, that's a good it. test. So uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, uh, during the time that we were out, there was a, a – a minority but loud group of fans that was staying in my DMs, and mm. I'm sure, and Barbara was asking mm. when the show was going to come back. Yes. And so I will say thank y'all for uh, being dedicated in this show, in large part, for everyone, but especially the diehard fans that's been there since day one. We appreciate you guys to y'all. big time. Uh, we right. are freestyling a bit since this is our first time back. Uh, so hold up y'all we need to it's talk true and so well, i'm gonna toss it to jado because he said he's got some subjects in mind and we're gonna toss it to jado and we're gonna do a little uh, do it a little bit different right now rather than having t- subjects so give us a question uh, that you I know like the people that. might want so um the first 
one that I'm going to do is like I wrote down a bunch of pod topics and things that we could talk about. And I, a couple of them were things that I came across. And first one, do y'all believe in soul ties? Are soul ties real? Mm. Um, I think they are. Mm. I, th- I, I think soul ties are real, but. I also feel like it's a, you're able to cut those ties. Some people feel like they have a soul tie, and it, that's that. It's mm-hmm. there. You can cut that tie. How do you cut a soul tie? Cut the motherfucker off. <laughs> <laughs> and walk away. Well, so wait. And never go back. So you, wh- your soul can still yearn and feel I was about to say, but you technically but, haven't cut. Just because in your physical space, you're cutting it, you're making a conscious decision to let it go, doesn't mean that it's it's let go of the soul. You still may feel while, that person. You After a while? After a while, it, I believe it'll fade away. It'll yeah, fade away. I if, mean, if, if you properly cut the person off, meaning you're not stalking social media, you're not still, hi, I'm just checking to see how you're doing. If you properly cut this person completely out of your life, eventually mm-hmm. you get over it. Mm-hmm. And that soul tie will no longer be there. Hmm. So, um, do you believe soul ties are real? I do, but I believe they're real in much more of a, um, I, I think, in a, much more holistic say like i think soul ties are real on much more than just a romantic level Mm. right i think that we're always so focused on just the romance of like your soulmate right but like i've met people in general and 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 like that that i got super cool with really fast and talk to and stuff and we still check in on one another and like every time i talk to this person like it's like like for an example, like you know, Paul, not to go like, but I would consider you somewhat of a soul tie. Okay, I, and so right therefore, because we met as children, right, and we just gravitated towards each other. Started new. We could have walked home with anybody, but we walked home together. Right. Then as we became adults, we went into two completely different separate worlds, different worlds. Yeah. You in music, me initially in sports, then into medicine, right, and we still continuously find our way back. To being cool, even when we're not doing a podcast or not doing any business, mm-hmm. you and me will just meet up and have lunch, right? That's true. And same thing, like in a relationship. Like, I do believe that you can have soul tie with somebody. And to Barb's point, it may not even work, right? Mm-hmm. Because in you know, you guys may not be mature enough, or it might not be the right time, or it may not. If you believe in you know universes and dimensions, it may not be the right universe or dimension or whatever. Mm-hmm. And but you still feel for that person. You still care about that. You still want that person to do well. That person just isn't for you in this space, mm. right? And so I've had relationships with people that I don't have any ill feeling towards. It didn't work, like, and it's just it just is what it is. And we don't talk or check on any on each other in the least bit at all because Better you know, I, you married now? Yeah, I'm married. I'm happily Whoa. married, so we don't <laughs> we don't check. But I still feel like. There'll be something that'll happen. I'll be like, "Oh man, I want. I hope. I hope that person's doing okay." Now, granted, I don't go to the next step and be like, "Oh, let me go check," but yeah. I still feel like. And so, you know, I feel like there's multiple soul ties across a large spectrum. I think us as people, we're just always so focused on the love aspect, but I just think it's bigger than that. So we're going. I'm going to uh, ask questions about that momentarily, but I'll give my answer to soul ties first. Um, I soul ties. It only makes sense to me in the way that you just said it in relation to uh, just people in general, not necessarily through sex or through relationship. Because in sexual situations, I literally 
don't even remember these. Ho- like, so, oh. th- I, there was a time in my mm. life. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. No, like, there was a time in my life that I've, and I have come across women that will be like, yo, yeah, you remember you used to hang out like this? Not clearly, like, literally have no recollection. Well, see, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I have that as well. There's, I, I, I was, I was like, tripping the other day because somebody in the gym had said hello to me and said that we used to talk mm. and i felt incredibly guilty because i had no idea who this and this person was reading oh yeah we went to you we went to west la together and you did this and then you lived here and, this. Yeah. and i was like no i've had that situation Jesus. too like and like, I, I have no idea who who they are bro i had that situation m- multiple times where a woman would tell me that we had experiences with each other and then we'll break down all the stuff we used to do, where I used to live, the stuff I used to, how I used to drive, how I used to dress, all that. Yeah. So she was clearly around. Yeah. But I literally have no recollection of this woman. No idea. So, so in so, that relation. So soul ties. But so what does that, that have to do with soul ties? So that, so because in uh, religion, they are, well, we are taught in the, when I was in religion, I was taught that soul ties come from actually having sex with someone. Oh, so an, an exchanging of energy. Yes. You like but having, I think that's different from soul ties. The, well, that may be. But I'm saying how I was initially taught was like you exchange soul ties when you have sex with a woman or a guy and you guys are connected in that space because, you know, that's how you ex- transfer energy to a, the opposite sex, right? Right, right. Especially because uh, men are inserting their energy mm-hmm. into this woman, and she's taking on all of that stuff, right? So now, pause. Not being funny, mm-hmm. but does raw sex I, or, or, I, or condom sex is that still? Because if it, technically it's a condom, you're it's, it's something not, in between. You. There's, there's a barrier. <laughs> right. There is a barrier there. These are the hard hitting <laughs> questions. So if there's no condom, then okay, there's no barrier. Then yes, you're getting that full on. But with the condom, there's a barrier. So are you protecting your soul from tying to that person <laughs> by using the condom? I don't. You know what? I've never heard of a. I've never heard like of a you know specific a specific or a specified if that was the truth or not. But I don't think soul ties are true anyway. I feel like you know the way that BD put it. In relation to yeah, just you know, being connected to people over a lifetime, however you guys connect, that makes sense. Through sex, that don't make sense to me. Yeah, I, mean, I, I there... think it doesn't make sense through sex. I, I, well, I, I think the that's more an I think about of it, energies rather than a soul tie. I think a soul tie is much deeper, like much like like. I mean, I'll, I'll throw this question to you too. I know you had some questions for me, but like, do you have a person in life that you like? In, engaged it was like front, tight within high school or something and every time you see that person or run or come across that person it's like like the it's like you never stopped talking are we referencing to friendships or relationships either one anything <clears throat> do you uh-huh. have a connect like i've met a person at a goddamn concert and was like damn this person's amazing this person's cool and then never talk to them again and stuff i wouldn't consider that full-on soul tie but like it's just like if so i i will say um I do have one, but the kicker is we we never had sex. Well, that's that, but so that's what I'm that's, saying. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. we've always remained friends. We haven't talked in a while because you know he's married. I'm in my relationship, so yeah. I, I haven't talked to him in a long time out of respect for our relationships. But we're we've always well. It doesn't even need to be the opposite friends. sex. Is there a, a woman? A and girl I, I was going to say a touch on that. I my best friend. Yeah, that 
um, like the more you guys explain it, the more I started thinking more in depth about it. And I do kind of feel like I have that soul tie with my best friend. Right. Like 100%. When something goes awry with her, you can like feel it. I can it feel it. Yeah. I can feel it. Like yeah. when, when she cries, I cry. Okay. When, when yeah. she's sad, I'm sad. When she's happy, I'm happy. Yeah, I would consider like, that somewhat and, and of a soul tie. This is all the time. Yeah, that's intense. I can, yeah. I can see that. When I, whenever I've had, whenever you and I, mm-hmm. ha- specifically, to make it personal, have had like intense, introspective, deep conversations, mm-hmm. I feel different coming out of those. Right. Even when it's just like me and you sitting in the living room on some shit, or like, yeah. uh, when you bothered or angry or some shit, like you know, it, it yeah. doesn't make me to bar all the way bothered or angry, but I can feel like a like a you no, know what I I'm saying? Right. I understand that. So so it's like I consider us a soul tie and it's not romantic in the least bit because you know obviously but it's just it's just i feel like there are people put in this earth and in this place and stuff that you will always have a connection with that'll 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 change the way you view things whether it's for the better or for the worse some soul ties that ain't even always the great ones right do you have to be in a specific type of region for that like for example you live in america right now Mm -hmm. if you were in Brazil, and you had years over there. You, for whatever reason, you were, you made uh, some. You didn't make a uh, American football team. You got a Brazilian one, mm-hmm. and if they had one, and you were over there and living there, you feel like there wouldn't be somebody that initially got introduced themselves to you and you got close with over years, and eventually you became that type of close with them. Like it's just about. I, I mean, I think. Location, I right? think. Uh, I think yes. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it matters with location. But like, I have friends who I consider super tight uh, that aren't aren't living in Cali and like aren't living even in the states. I have a friend who's 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 not who's in Canada, mm. right? That I'm like. So I mean, location to me now. To your point, if I went to Brazil, uh, do I think that I'd meet someone? Probably, mm. but I think that will be also part of my path, right? Part of like you're describing a situation in a life where life took me towards, you know, for your example, American football specific. Mm-hmm. Life in American football took me to Brazil, mm-hmm. and in that path and in the way the universe was p- panning out my life, then there was that person or persons in Brazil that I naturally got close to, and that's right. just part of how it played out for me. Understood. Now, to to move a little bit to the left, uh, Barb said something in relation to like you know, and her friend Soltai, out of respect for her relationship, she doesn't communicate with that person. You said something in relation to your uh, marriage earlier than that, and my my question is. Is there ever a space, and you guys both are more equipped to answer this than I, is there ever a space that you feel like there's more uh, trust needed or it's more ethics needed? Ethics being like, okay, I know I can't do it because generally this is just how it works. People, you don't keep conversation with a single woman because it optics, it looks wild. Mm-hmm. But for me... I, I'm like, yo, my wife should know me. Like, you should trust me. Like, I'm not, it don't matter how single this woman is. Like, this woman could be the singlest prostitute in the world, and I'm still not. Like, what? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that matter in, in uh, 
engagement I, I, or a marriage I, I, or is it and more? ethics and or versus trust right yeah optic do you, it's, do I you think it's, it's different in every relationship man it's different mm. in every relationship um and and what i've talked about before it's more of a respect thing mm. so between you and your friend it can it's re really just be oh you know what we're just friends there's nothing mm -hmm. more to it but if your partner doesn't understand that, you have to kind of respect your partner for feeling that way and having those feelings because they never know. Especially if you're good looking. It's like your partner might think everybody wants you. And it's someone you used to date and mm -hmm. y'all still friends 18, 19 years later. You never know where that where their mind can go. So it's like it's part of keeping your partner at ease and respect. And I know I wouldn't want my partner mm -hmm. still conversating with someone that, you know, might be. This soul, yeah, somehow. it's like I, it's, I don't, I don't want that. I wouldn't feel comfortable, regardless as to what the situation is. I would not feel comfortable. So if I wouldn't feel comfortable, I'm not going to go and do the same thing that mm. I wouldn't be comfortable with because I wouldn't want him to do it. So uh, my response, I feel like, is not good for podcasts, mm -hmm. but I feel like it's, a, it's like the realest one. Well, the biggest thing that I've learned in being married and like committing myself to a person is. Barb's everybody's fucking relationship is different. Mm -hmm. And the notion that online everybody's trying to tell everybody what they should think or how they should feel or girl, this ain't right. Or thinking if my girl did this and mm -hmm. that, you know, I learned that like whatever keeps you two happy mm -hmm. is what you two should be doing. Exactly. Period. Now, exactly. If, if your girl is doesn't care in his mind what you being friends with every one of your exes and going to dinner with them and hanging out and going to the club with them and she's cool with that, then that is, nobody should judge that and that's y'all. If your girl's on the opposite end of the spectrum and doesn't even want you following girls on Instagram and you can't even, you can't follow, you can't text mm -hmm. enough mm -hmm. and you're content with that and that's what makes her happy, then by all means do it. I will say from my own perspective, in my situation um i'm fortunate that my that my wife is uh is relatively reasonable like i mean i, I follow girls that i'm cool with and i'm cool with homegirls mm -hmm. and i think to barb's point it's all like a respect thing like all my homegirls and stuff that i'm cool with i've brought in the loop with my wife they're mm -hmm. friends with my or cool or uh you know, casual with my wife. So like, you know, Barb's has met my wife or mm -hmm. like my, I got a homegirl that we're familiar with, Renya. Mm -hmm. Renya has met my wife and they talk aside from me. So then when I talk to Renya, it's not this thing. No. People that I've hooked up with in the past that I was still relatively cool with, I, in, you know, introduced to my wife and let my wife know the honest truth. Now my wife, as a woman, I don't have those energies and vibes and I'll say this, it, you know, and her defense there's some people where she's like oh, okay yeah she's cool and other people like oh, yeah i don't like her and the ones that she says she doesn't like i really don't question it i'm just like okay it's because at this point honestly the other side is it's just not worth the fight at all do i want to be with this person or not and if i want to be with her and she says she doesn't like this person then fuck that person it doesn't matter respect and so respect. like i i don't have the energy to be like well you don't really know this person and she's actually cool she really doesn't want me because she's dating a good and going through all this shit my wife says that no then it's, it's it's no like, right I, yeah. so, and i don't and i just and i don't care enough to to push to back have on that kind of, right so my perspective i would never say oh this is the reason why she don't want me i would tell my my girl of course she wants me everybody <laughs> wants me but it's not about what the fuck they want it's if about you're your thinking group. about what they want you're already fucked up right i agree who cares what they want so i agree she with that a lot of shit i i couldn't agree more because it's <laughs> yeah. about my behavior right, right. i'm yeah. never it's gonna about my choices it's about what time, i'm doing at the same time that little like shit in the back of my wife's mm -hmm. head to me 
Yeah. And I know this is a much different perspective than how I used to be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Just ain't fucking worth it. I know that my behavior around that woman, whether she wants me or not, is what matters. And mm-hmm. what you just said is absolutely right. correct. But now what matters even more than that mm-hmm. is how my wife feels around shit. So, and yeah. if my wife's feelings aren't on the up and up, it's just it's genuinely just not fucking not worth it. Yeah, okay. Not worth it. So it's about peace in the home. It's about mm-hmm. peace. Right. So that it's more yeah. just about peace. I'd rather just take that quote unquote L, which mm-hmm. in actuality, when you look at things, it's, it's not, not, not really even a fucking L because... This person ain't, uh, yeah, this person's a friend, but this person ain't doing shit for me. It's not like I'm getting money with this person. It's not like this person is providing me with healthcare insurance. Mm-hmm. This person's doing nothing in my life other than just we talk from time to time yeah. and it feels good. If if making my wife happy so that, you know, tomorrow night she's sucking my dick with a little extra spit. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> wow. Sorry, babe. But You're not uh, if if <laughs> if if that's the difference in just saying no to this person who I only talk to four times a year anyway, mm-hmm. it just it's like it did just it genuinely I can't express how much like I already had no fucks given, but I can't express how much more my no fucks given re- meter has gone up. All right, so the, all my fuck, the only fucks that were left have moved into my wife's category. Mm. And the only fucks that are given are what she wants and doesn't want, what makes her wow. happy or unhappy. And that's, that's right. Intense. You should only put your fucks in your wife's category. Boom. Yeah, right. that's intense. I, I, I love it. I respect it. But also, that's why I'm not married. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree. So, From past shows, we've seen you have a, a, different, <laughs> well, a different outlook. Wait, so wait, what's, if you don't mind, because I thought... So, you, I'm, no, status. I am in a relationship now. Hey, oh, let's, yeah. you, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a, wait a fucking Motown minute. Let's go. You did not announce this yeah, earlier when I, we were talking about our changes, I should have said that. I should have talked about that in my changes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I'm in a relationship. Congratulations. Um, Shout right. out to her. Shout out to those baby girl. I don't girl. know who you are, but I know yeah. you are a strong one. I've She's, seen you. Uh, I've seen of you, but yeah. I, I don't you're think you're probably a met. smart one. You, you go, so Green Coco. What, so this is how I uh, deal with the homegirls and just women in general. When she's around, I'll get calls or people that I do know that are calls. But I always, always, always talk on speakerphone while she's around because I feel like it adds to the level of comfort to know how I converse with these women. Well, that's a concession. That's a concession that you've made to make her happy, which is awesome. It's not like I would say, yo, I only talk to barbs at fucking podcasts. So you know what? You're not needing my life because my wife is uncomfortable with you. I'm cutting barbs off. I'll be like, yo, you need to be, I need you to come see how me and barbs get down. You need to learn how to cut because it's not about... Life to me has grown to be about people, and it's about my relationship. And can, I never know how me and Barbie's relationship or me and BD's relationship will turn and grow into something that is more impactful to my world, just because it's not or it wasn't in twenty twenty one. That's that's a good point. Yeah. Therefore, I'm not going to allow my wife to come in and dictate. Yo, I'm not comfortable, and I'm like, okay. I can understand that. Now let's talk about how we can get comfortable. I need you to see the element, how the dynamic of me and Barbara's relationship is. I need you to see what it's like when I'm around. She might not be comfortable around Deja. It doesn't matter that Deja is married to Beatty. It matters that she's not comfortable. So now let I need you to see what me and Deja's relationship. I've never even talked to this woman directly, but so they, that doesn't matter. Let's just so, come around. So question. So if you do that, which I, I think is very good to do because I do that now with mm. my dude, all my homeboys know him. 
Right. We all hang out together, and I, I purposely do that so he never feels any type of way. Like, why are you going here with this person? Why, why did this person call you? Mm-hmm. Some of my homeboys FaceTime me all the time. I'm answering my dude right here, and, and I pick up, and the first thing they say, oh, what's up, Bone? You know, how are you? Whatever. Shout out, Bone, my dog. <clears throat> and, you know, and they'll Gang hit shit. me. Yeah, it's like, it's just so, I, I get where you're coming from on that because that's mm-hmm. how it should be. But what do you do if you do all of that, and then your significant other still doesn't feel comfortable? Um. What I do, well, I do this. Look, one of my homegirls is calling right now. Let him go. Cut him off. <laughs> no, Let I, him go. I would never cut nobody. You off. cut off your girlfriend. I, no, I wouldn't cut her off either. I would, I would allow her the space to. I would hand her the knife. <laughs> That's cutting her off. I'm not cutting her off. I'm hand, uh, listen. If you feel I like it's that important <laughs> for you, well, you know what? Here, here, ma'am. <laughs> I don't value my. I don't value my friends. Uh, as high as I value her, but I also feel like if if you're not uh willing to see if you don't know the kind of guy you got first of all, or willing to evolve and grow into understanding that that might be the problem. You might you, know what type of guy or type of female that you have and what they could be capable of, so you try to avoid that or keep them away from sure. that temptation, even though you shouldn't have to. Uh, yeah, if but, you know me, you know that I'm picky. Sale for one, I'm um. Uh, not only am I picky, but I'm boozy as hell, and that comes with food and people and animals and whatever else. Right. Therefore, to be in this area, to be in my close enough space for yeah. something like that to ever even go down for me to pick somebody's feelings over yours in that moment mm-hmm. is very out of character. For you. For me. Yes. Now, if you're afraid of that, that um, that means either one, you are... Uh, operating within a um something that's already happened that you're holding on to like that doesn't have anything to do with me that maybe we should talk about that trigger whatever that thing is mm-hmm. or you're willing to allow your thoughts that is also surround that's now doing dealing with me but you're trying to protect me as uh like a uh, something you own like you're trying to Deal with me as like a trinket that you purchased and now you want to make sure nobody messes with it. But I feel like, yo, in life, no matter what you do, what if you have something great, even if you have a fucking plant, when you make an incredible plant and you put all that time and made sure it's in the sun and put it, not until that shit starts bearing fruit are all these fucking flies and shit going to come to try to eat what you put out there. So let me play. That's why pesticides exist. Let me play devil's, devil's advocate. advocate. I knew you devil's were going to say. I was, for right. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Every episode. Every episode. We got to do it. We got to do it. I'm just making not, the point. Not that. to say that I feel this, but I'm just saying, you know what you're doing, right? I, is is uh, making a concession for someone else's mental health when your original point, from my perspective and understanding, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, was that people should trust you. Right. So mm-hmm. even when you're having that con- trust who you are as a person and not worry about it. So therefore, you shouldn't have to adjust with how you're living based on other people's feelings or thoughts or whatever mm-hmm. or insecurities, more importantly. So even having a phone conversation on on speakerphone, unless you do that all the time mm-hmm. or, or, or stuff then that is making a concession to cater to someone else's insecurity. Or if you are um, 
whatever, whatever you said, like, you know, meeting up with barbs and you're and you like, hey, tell your girl to come or some shit. Unless that's just purely organic and you mm-hmm. just genuinely want her to be there. If you want her to be there based on you want her to see you and her's relationship, then you're essentially doing well, what we're talking about just to to your scale. Right. So uh, first of all, when I, like I mean, for the listener, my uh, uh, example with the fruit is basically to say you can't have anything without other people wanting you having. You can't get a fucking new Benz and it don't come with a fucking alarm system and a great low jack system. Right. Now, right. Uh, going to your point, yes, I'm making uh, I'm making concessions or making adjustments based right. on what's comfortable for me though. Like I don't make the both same, of you, both of us. Now, the reason why I'm making those adjustments is not only do I respect the people that I'm friends with, mm-hmm. and and I feel like it's disrespectful for me to be like, "Yo, Beatty, did you steal my Vans? I had some Vans sitting right here." And you're like, Vans. <laughs> Right, right. I don't even wear your size, but also, <laughs> what kind of person do you think I am? What are you saying? Well, I'm like, yo, that. Barb's, you stole my water out of my house. You had, you knew I had a bottle, and you're like, <laughs> um, I feel like it's disrespectful to think of my friends like that for one, but also for me to not address my woman's feelings is a little disrespectful as well. Okay, I feel like you are used to maybe one thing, or you've experienced something else, and. I, Maybe those triggers come from a lot of different places. Let's let's dig into that and figure it out. But I'm not releasing people based on your comfort. Your comfort does not have anything to do with me saying, True. you know what, BD, we're not friends no more. My girl ain't comfortable with it. I also Fuck that. I also learned let's get comfortable. From my perspective, from my life, it's not my job to uh, fix other people. I, I spent a long time trying to help and fix and be there for other people's triggers, mm-hmm. even in relationships. And I learned, I don't know if it's not my job or it's just too hard, mm-hmm. but that shit ain't none of my business no more. If somebody <laughs> else has a trigger that's bad and they tell me, hey, this is the trigger, instead of me trying to say, hey, well, that's a trigger. Where did that come from? Let's work on that. I think it's been easier for me to just be like, okay, it's a trigger. Let me cut it out. And I hope mm-hmm. you fix that trigger. And now that you recognize that's a trigger, maybe you can do the work for that trigger. But I, I've had to do so much work for my own triggers that like, is somebody in the moment telling me is that's a trigger is not helping that trigger. What yes, helps that trigger is them stop doing that. No, this, no, somebody telling me this is a trigger is the opportunity for you to help that yeah, trigger. They're opening up it's, to you. It's saying, now hey, this bothers me, Something, and I care enough to tell you that it bothers me, so we can work on it. Right, and that trigger had to be pushed for you to even acknowledge to yourself that yo, it's a trigger for me when somebody sits next to my vans and I'm not in the room. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Now, because I now I'm acknowledging that that's a trigger, I can deal with it. Not you can uh, digress and be like, well, it's not worth it to have that conversation. So, yo, oh, I just won't sit in the room with your shoes. That is you, you minimalizing your greatness or who you are based upon somebody else's uh, thought like, oh, because of whatever they think of you, that you would still Vance. It's not about you. It's not about nothing you did. But you're making it easy for them to have those kind of inaccurate thoughts because you don't want to deal with it. I'm not going to interject. I'm not going to even deal with your thought process. I would rather just digress and just give you that moment. Like, whatever, bro. But I'm going to say, mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> and this will be it for me on this topic. <laughs> I am I'm a firm believer of my man needs to be okay to, okay hurting someone else's feelings to protect mine. <laughs> Period. I, I, I don't care what anyone thinks about it. That's how I think. And if you're not Shout okay bone, hurting man. this bitch's feelings, <laughs> if you're not Yo. okay hurting this bitch's feelings that you don't care about that means mm. nothing to you to protect mine, yeah. then that means you actually care about that bitch. Yeah. You don't like her? Soccer in the eye. Show me y'all like soccer in the eye. Y'all nah. like Yo, shooters. That's Prove just it. wild Prove as it. hell. Oh, you don't like her? Prove it then. Prove it. Shooter. First of all, I can't even hit the period on that one. First of all, hey. lucky I'm too far away from it. I'm yeah. the period, pull. Hey. But I will, I will say this. Oh my god, I keep that same energy as well. Okay. So if, and that works for if y'all. There's someone around that and that you know, works for y'all, which with, is the most important. Yeah, thing. it has exactly. to be it works, it works for, for your relationship. You're not comfortable with. Yeah. Then, okay, I'm I'm gonna fix that. We're gonna we're gonna work through it. But I've made it to the point where. My homeboy that I genuinely care about, mm-hmm. he is comfortable with because because those are now those are now his homeboys. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I feel like that so, is the important yeah. piece. Like, so I I so I kind of went around that because I'm like, all right, these are the men in my life that I actually care about and are my genuine friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now they've turned into his friends. Yeah. So now we are all friends, and there's no extra added bs yeah. there's nothing to worry about because yeah. you know what it is we all hang out together so it's not even to a point where i'm like oh i'm gonna go hang out with my homeboy today it's like oh let's go see like prime example my boy curly i'm like let's go let's go hang out with curly today cool let's go Curly, cool because we can all do this together as I bought, a family, the first time i friends. met curly i bought curly a drink in the bar nah. hey, shout out shout out to curly you know that what is he the the mayor of long beach we call him mayor of long beach is that what he is no. oh okay <laughs> but yeah shout yeah. out to our boy curly yeah, that's man. Is his name like yeah buddy curls or something yeah, like that yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good dude i like that dude yeah, that's yeah. A homie, so, that, yeah as he should See, that's what I feel like is the important space. So, yeah, th- what she's got, I, what it sounds like, it sounds like once you get above the toxicity of punching somebody in the face, mm-hmm. what she's got <laughs> is the life. I'm still not above that. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, keep it all the way. Is it, is it you're describing, right? Mm-hmm. Show this person you all's relationship so that they're comfortable enough that you and that person are cool and they can come in and out of that relationship as they yeah, please. Yeah, why right? would anybody be anybody comfortable out. being friends to you if you feel if they feel like you can just dismiss yeah, them based so, on somebody so, else's and, thoughts and like i said largely my wife is on the up and up with everyone and mm-hmm. on the flip mm-hmm. side she's uh, like a homebody so mm-hmm. she doesn't even really need to meet that many people because yeah. not even need to she just has no interest in like going. meeting and being going places and right. stuff right and so um in saying that like you know she's largely for the most part i want to say at like a 99 percent clip cool like and but then there will be that one and because of the 99 percent, it's not like she's telling me to cut everybody off right or don't talk to everyone right, right? Mm-hmm. because of the 99 percent, then the one percent to me is valid in her head and it's worth me being like oh okay like whatever right and it's the same as flip like she there's a guy that she still they still follow each other on on Instagram mm-hmm. and he likes her pictures and comments on it and they use, I know that's her ex-boyfriend. Right. Like I know who this dude is specifically and I they've traveled together and all kind of shit like Yeah, I, that's out. 
and they <laughs> that's not, they still follow each other and he still likes her pictures or comments and shit but that's I'm not threatened by him in the least bit I'm and, not, and exactly. it doesn't bother me you, at all and you should be and so him them having that once y'all had a soul tie getting back to what we are fucking tie? talking about <laughs> once y'all had a soul tie we don't know if that's a soul tie that's though out, is I, that a soul tie did they use a condom I don't know it don't matter probably it's not soul, so it's a soul tie Hey. We didn't know. We established no. sex doesn't equal sex a soul tie. Sex with soul the type. condom does not make a soul tie. <laughs> there is a barrier. <laughs> so, let, me you, raw, so. let me tell you, raw dog hog <laughs> over here. I don't went raw on some motherfuckers. I can't even remember their name right now. Dog, exactly, exactly. So let me tell you, that soul tie connected with sex thing is a creation by by religion hey, to create. get you to ch- try yeah, to exactly. conduct your life in a certain way. Don't, when I don't think don't it, that it's that now. Th- I think that it's real, but I think in large part with a lot of things, religion will take something and twist it to their own liking to make you act the way they see. Oh man, feel don't like even you get me act. started on so that. So I think soul ties are real, but I don't <laughs> think it's just just because I put my dick in you and all of a sudden we tied through this universal spectrum thing. Nah, nah, nah. I do think there's somewhat of an exchange of energies though. No. Yeah, because, there's a, yeah, there's definitely because I I've, I've definitely hooked up. I, with some I think people. more for women though, honestly. I I would tend to agree because you guys yeah. are letting someone inside of you. Yes, this but temple. but I do f- <laughs> open yeah. Pandora's box. Well, some of us, but not all. Sorry, ladies. So, but I'm saying it's like some like you know you get inside you know that that uh, that street corner and. Um, Wait, you said you find them on the street corner? No, I'm talking, you I'm called talking. it a temple. I was like, it's more like a street corner. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe the ones you dealt with before your wife, before your wife were street no. corners because you found them on a street corner. But, no, um, but look, yeah, no. Uh, so, uh, the, the um, yeah, I do think there's an exchange of energy because I do think that like you could be hooking up with somebody and your overall energy can be like fucked up for a while. You can mm-hmm. be like kind of like in a bad space and like not as happy or jovial as you normally are and you yeah. wonder like what's going on and you think oh maybe it's because of my job or maybe it's because of this but it's really because you like hooking up or, or around but oh. I think that can be that can happen by just being around like I used to work with a person who was just kind of shitty and just kind of negative and always like not really a great person and I remember because I was I'm around them so much that my energy being like relatively shitty and me being kind of I'm an optimistic person but I was like p- starting to get pessimistic like why care? Why does this matter? That doesn't matter. Fuck this. Fuck that. And it's like, I'm not that person. And that that's being around. I think it only takes it to the next level if you're fucking that person. Well, uh, especially, optimism. Especially as pe- a woman. Optimism and pessimism is like, uh, I feel like character um, choices. I don't know if you can rub it off on somebody, though. Oh, you think it's a choice? Yeah. Like, I feel like, you, you know. And and pessimism specifically comes from your um, life experiences. It's your choice to how to see those life experiences. I would agree, but I think that people see those things based upon. I don't think that's a choice. So when, like, if for instance, if someone's just go ahead, if I get up and slip right now on water, right? Uh, pessimistic perspective of that how I choose to see that slip on the water rather than anything else. If I'm, you know, how I so choose pe- to see- pessimistic would be, Oh, I slipped on that water. Everything bad always happens to me. Like exactly. Optimistic mm-hmm. would be, man, I slipped on that water. I but did. I didn't hurt myself. I'm glad I could good clean thing it up. I was able to. I <laughs> could clean it up for the so the next person doesn't slip and fall. Exactly. So exactly. So but, that's the choice, right yeah, there. Yeah, but that's not. A, but to me, 
in my experience, mm-hmm. that's not that's something that's ingrained in you from a long time, like from childhood. Like that, more than anything, I think that that shit is bestowed upon people mm-hmm. rather than it being who they are because I think as children, we're clean slates. Yeah. And if you come up in like a negative atmosphere where you're viewing everything through a negative lens, then that shit, is, it that takes shit years and years and years to change no, from that. that shit don't One way matter. or another. Are you kidding? I've seen positive people become negative and I've seen negative people become Bro, positive. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a very um, interesting space around a lot of interesting things. I've seen everything. Forget interesting. Were they optimistic or pessimistic? They were negative. Pessimistic. Extremely pessimistic. (laughs) Excuse me. So, uh, but it's not, it still comes down to the choice because I'm not of, of any of those things. I've seen gang violence. I've seen drug dealers. I've seen thieves. I've seen everything. And been around everything and still had to make a choice. I've seen sports guys. I've seen uh, doctors. I've seen lawyers. All come from the same space. And all of that came down to choices. So if I can say that, oh, BD became sports guy initially because of what he was around or because of the Well, but that's choice. That's was not put, optimism. It was a choice. But that's not optimism the or same pessimism. same thing, though. And so you choosing, you made, uh, eventually you made a choice. I will say and this. So it wasn't about what you were around. It, you saying it, pessimism is something that's passed down, essentially, well, right? Well, but it's a, it's a view on things, right? So for that example. That was passed down, you, is that what you're saying? Yes. So, yes. So, so I, I, will, I, will, I will say, I will say this. It is passed down. Okay. And being raised in the same relative area as you, and right. being around the same, seeing the gang violence, being involved in violence, seeing, seeing drug dealing, pimps, hoes, you name it, barbs would attest to the same thing, driving up and down Crystal, all kind of shit, right? Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, even in those spaces, was making a choice, you know, it, this is fun, but it's kind of dangerous, and it's kind of not for me. And but it was when so I, much fun. It was fun. So, but, I wrote but, saw a many of times. So, of course. And, and so, and Bro, so, but so but fun. this shit, um, being in this space is not is not um, good. And the optimistic view is no it, um, that man. I feel I feel lucky that I made it out of here, right? And I made it out of here for another. For, for an opportunity to be better, right? Mm-hmm. Pessimistic friends that I had that were in those same spaces that now I look on and they're not doing that great in life or they may have gotten caught up in the system or whatever, whatever, we're looking at that space and they'd be like, this is all I have. I ain't never going to be nothing else. This is all I got. This is where I'm going to get my money from, from doing these nefarious things and being around these people because the system don't want it shut up for you this way or because this person's against you or, or, or you know, this person, they always going to look at you a certain way, so this is what I'm going to do. I'd be in that space like, man, I'm lucky to be out of it. There's got to be more. Yeah. There's got, I could, I could do. So two people in the same situation, you're right. The choices were being made, but those choices were largely, in my opinion, based on your view of things, which is pessimism or optimism. Right. Your view of things wasn't given to you, though. That view was a choice. Mm. That's all I'm saying. No, <laughs> your dude, view. No, hell no. You're such, you can't look out of your eyes and be like, yo, you know what? I won't even let you. You're such, an ama- <laughs> you're such an amazing father. I didn't see you have intellectual conversations with a six-year-old. Right. And where you're instilling in him a worldview and a thought process of, yes, this happened, but 
How are you going to respond to how that happened? You are filling this young man with optimism. That Regardless, wasn't given to me, though. Yeah, but, but you're giving parents, it to him. I'm saying, though. Yeah, but you're but it that's to what him. I'm saying. So for me to even choose to give it to him comes from me making a choice. You're what correct. was given to me was, yo. So how did you realize it, that stuff was negative? Like, what, what happened to you I in your growth a, and your, as a person and as a human and as an adult, where did you start to see, hey, just because this is happening and this negative shit is going on doesn't mean that this is who I am and this can be. Like, where was the light bulb moment if there was? The light bulb moment be- came to me around, I would say, late 20s, early 30s. Because I grew up in a space that was very, do it because I said so. Mm-hmm. This way because I'm the adult. Exactly I'm the how, one I that was, said, how I was raised. I pay yeah. for this. Mm-hmm. When you pay for your own stuff. I'm you, right, you're so, wrong. I'm big, that's you're little. That's it. I'm that's big, you're yeah. little. That's it. Yeah. So coming from that space and growing to a space to where I'm like, oh, it don't have nothing to do with that. It actually, and then starting to choose to read stuff like um, the books I have, which are one of them that is very impactful. I think everybody that's a parent should read um, how to talk to your kids so kids will listen, how to listen to your kids so they will talk. That is incredibly impactful. But that's huge. I don't think that uh, parents in my generation as a child were uh, given the you know, the tools. So they were, they, they didn't were, yeah. have the option yeah. to go listen they, to that stuff or go they buy didn't. those. They didn't. Cause that's, I, I was raised in that same sense. Cause yeah, I was right. raised with my grandmother and it was always, I'm right. You're wrong. Right. No matter, no matter what the situation was, yeah. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm, I'm big. You're adult. little. I pay for this. So it doesn't matter. Would you right. consider that you were raising a, Pessimistic or optimistic space? Pessimistic. Okay. Me as well. And yeah. so you're clearly more optimistic now. Very. Because, because, because of what happened. What because happened of the you? way that I was raised, <laughs> I <clears throat> I realized, you know, not being raised with my mom, um, the situation with my dad and my granny, I wanted to learn from that situation. I wanted to break that generational curse. Mm-hmm. And I know how. Like, when, I, when did I, that I, hit you? When did, like, realizing that this isn't great, <clears throat> I want to be different from this? So how, like... I, I'm going to say my teenage years in all honesty. The reason being is because I will never, I, I remembered how that treatment made me feel as a kid. Yeah. And I started thinking to myself, when I do have a child, I never want my child to feel that way. I don't want my child to feel like he can't talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want my child to feel like he's lesser than just because he's a kid and I'm the adult. Because uh-huh. that's how I felt as a child. Because once then I was raised with my grandmother. So that that's what she knew. Yeah. You know, I could say, oh, you know what? You know, today's Saturday. No, it's not. It's Sunday. But today's really Saturday. Well, but she's I'm gonna, paying for it. So, yeah, she, <laughs> she's going to say it's Sunday because so because she said it's Sunday. I'm wrong. And I have to go with the fact that it's Sunday because right. she said it's Sunday. Right. So and I know how as a kid that made me feel. Mm-hmm. So I promised myself that, you know, once I got of age and I had a child, I wasn't going to be like that towards my child. My child was going to have a voice because I didn't have a voice as a kid. Yep. Dog. So I, I, I took from that and I learned from it. Some people take that and that's just how they are. And they're going to be that way the rest of their life. And that's on them. I choose. I chose to learn from it and grow from it. So mm-hmm. real. And mm-hmm. that is, was this one of your subjects? Optimism, no, pessimism? No, that was not one of my subjects. It, it was, a, it yeah, was it's, kind it's, of a it's good. side subject. But we will do. We, no, no, I, no. We 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 we'll, getting on an hour and six minutes. Oh, okay. So we're about to wrap right, up. So about we should next wrap. Five, next oh, okay. Five minutes, well so. then, cool. So before we wrap, can I say one thing? Yeah. 
um, kind of going back to what we were talking about with the relationships and, you know, making your partner feel comfortable. Yeah. You also have to take in consideration if your partner tends to choose violence. Mm. Okay. You have to take in consideration how your partner reacts to certain situations. Right. And I know how I am. Right. I'm not perfect. Yeah. So he doesn't always take into consideration how I would possibly react. So uh. I kind of have to do that for both of us. So some of the time me saying, you know what, you need to cut this person off. I don't feel comfortable around them. Yeah. Is me protecting myself and that person in from all your, honesty from your behavior for, for, from my behavior potential behavior because say we're out and about we're all together we're drinking and i feel like this girl is getting too friendly yeah mm-hmm. that might just be your friend but i'm going to say something true like um sis you need to back the hell up you're, you're doing too much Fair. and so and if sis comes at me foul there's no more sis there's okay let's choose the violence <laughs> <laughs> at this point. and I, I know i shouldn't be like that yeah, it's not yeah, perfect yeah, but yeah, yeah. i am who i am well, i am working on it was, you know what i'm so glad you said because my next question to you is that now that you've recognized that which is amazing are you doing the due diligence to be better than or I'm are you doing, just expecting everybody around you to make it? no i'm doing everything that i can to be better and that's what it's all Especially about. Especially now being that's a mother. Because awesome. I, I do know, like I said, I... I thank you. Uh, I, I've had a temper, and it's it's showed on a lot of my report cards. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> letters home. Um, getting kicked out of high school more than once. It, it showed that I, I had a temper. And now me being older, there's more things to factor in, like jail and the fact yeah. that I have a child. Life or death. And the ex- ability exactly, to make money. Exactly. And, you know, people mess up. I messed up. I'll admit I messed up maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. I got into a um, a dance. I, w- I won't say anything else, but I got into a dance with another female. Oh, wow. You know, we had a nice dance battle. <laughs> um, hey. We had a nice dance battle on the dance floor, and mm-hmm. she got served. Who's next? And it was all, but it was Who's all next? over, you know, the disrespect. All right. Um, when was the last Why? time you got into a dance, my brother? Jesus Christ. A real one? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, a, a real well, one. Well, because I, I, I work out and do that stuff, like, but, um... Hmm. Uh, at least fifteen years. Damn, damn, fifteen. And and the last one, and the last one was it. It was fifteen years, and it what the last one like that I specifically Mm. caused might have been even longer. But like the the, it was fifteen years because um, I was in the club and some dude like had bumped my friend and i just told him hey chill and he like said something was saying something to me and my friend thought he was getting in my face so my friend punched him mm. dc i don't know if you remember dc no you do know dc but he anyway. didn't punch him they had a dance battle they had a dance my friend challenged him to a dance battle yeah there you by go. which the rest of his friends challenged us to a dance battle so and we just... it was like it was like a breaking it was like a crew versus crew dance mm. battle where they had to clear out the space Gotcha. And literally shut down the entire party because the dance battle was so lit. Mm. But this was like 15, you know, I there was another one. The same situation happened where we were like coming down uh, the stairs from a club and guys thought that they could dance better than us. Mm. And we just started. Dancing. But again, now one that I specifically was mm. in on and like instigated and like thought that this guy couldn't dance and was interested in dancing. Mm-hmm. Um that had to be like college. That was like maybe okay. like twenty years. I'm a, Jado probably gonna say never. Uh, it, 
It it was elementary. Like, it was grade school. I'll say elementary. <laughs> right, I called it. I called Definitely it. grade school. Yes, grade school. Like, I haven't since elementary. I haven't had no dance battle since at grade school. Like, even, like at all? Like even been engaged all. with like a crew on crew dance battle? At all? That's impossible to me. Not you, we, it's you not. Work, it's he I works got, in the music industry. There had so you had there to be dance things, Now there were things that happened. I was about to say you had to be dance battle adjacent. Listen, listen. There were things that happened, my brother. Well, you were there. And there were people. That were ready to dance that I, uh, I work with or compensate differently, but there are people for that. I don't dance. Oh, so there. So when a situation like that is going down, you got the better dancers over I here. I have like, better dancers, but also I don't even associate with them anymore because dancing will never come to me because my energy is more so like, bro, what could possibly happen? over here that would make anybody feel like yo we got this but i'm like I, with women what? it's with women it's it's a little different and i definitely yeah, do feel it's like a little it, different. not only is it different with women because women do feel uh you know they momentarily they feel like it is needed to dance but also the repercussions aren't as serious for women yeah men after 18 15 now you can find out. You can meet your maker based on getting somebody that annoyed right yeah, now. Exactly. 100%. Well, that 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 became the strategic because I realized, I mean, in football, that I was bigger and more fit, than, and people wasn't just gonna dance with me. No, they was like, they was like, okay, we gonna go to the car real quick and get you know. See, with me, it's the yeah. opposite. I've always I think been they small think, and they think you, so small, they gonna cute test dress. So, so they're they like, oh, it. yeah, I can dance with her. They got, I can outdance so, this girl. She can't do those in, Until they dance with me. Right. And it's like, all right, yeah, yeah Yo, I don't want to dance with her no more. Right, right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's different for guys. Also, largely, not not even just a strategic thing. I, like you, I'm largely super passive. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm largely like somebody. I didn't have somebody come and be like, yo, what's up? Is there a problem? I'll be like, no, there's, there's not a problem. Like, I'm not tripping. Because it's, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't, it, it is... doesn't attach to my ego for me to be like... Bro, now that hey. is where I'm more like you. Where in the marriage, I could see that I probably wouldn't let things pass with a person, like a guy honking or somebody coming up to me at the mall or whatever. I'd be like, <laughs> I have found such a level of peace and not needing to engage engage with bravado mm. so speak so he can absolutely feel tougher to me he can absolutely feel like he punked me boy yeah. i have no concern about that i'm working yeah. on that there's me, ab- me me having a child helped me a lot like, yeah. yeah a lot yeah a lot he, i'm a mother <laughs> having a kid saved me a lot of dances i'm gonna be honest i'm only human something something that i will say to you that i took into accountability for myself and this isn't like to flex on anybody or anything but mm-hmm. like genuinely I don't know how to say this without sounding arrogant. I'm not trying to be arrogant, but like you're just, you're too successful to be engaging. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what I had to start like, telling myself. Like you're just you 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 got too much going, and largely I feel a sense of sadness towards people who are hyphy and willing to start anything over anything because I feel like you must not have a lot going in your life. Right. You must well, be kind right. of miserable. I have to and agree. from my perspective, when I look at you and know you personally, not just look like actually know you, you fucking got a lot of shit going. Mm-hmm. That little. 
10 minutes, 15 minute dance battle to prove your bravado is not worth the lifetime that you've built and all this, all the amazing fucking things that you're doing. And, and that, that's what Bone said. He was upset with me when it happened because he yeah. was there. And that's but how it was I look at like... it personally. It's like I got, I got literally way too much shit actually happening right now where I've got to mm-hmm. be somewhere tomorrow mm-hmm. where I can't like be showing up or not showing up because I'm locked up or some shit. Like yeah. I've yeah. really got too much going and I, I, I to even sub, sub, yeah. lower myself Duh. to that wavelength. I just, I, I have a bad and I, habit I know of, for a fact you do. I will just say, and you're like just, I said, you're just I'm, too important. Like flatly. I said, I'm working on it, mm-hmm. but I've always been the type. I don't start stuff, but I will finish, we'll finish it. it. Right. And, I and, it. And that's something, like I said, I told myself I need to work on mm-hmm. and people around me are helping me work on that because mm-hmm. I can go from zero to a hundred. And they say that's yeah. my Puerto Rican side. It is what it is. <laughs> but I will go toe-to-toe with the best yeah. of them, but I got to stop yeah, that. Yeah, I won't and, start you know. it or finish it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just feel like... We clearly <laughs> miss each other because we were flowing. And right. Like, you right, know, right, I, cool, I, cool. Cool. I hope we, you guys we, are still with us. We're wrapping up. We'll be back next week, you guys. Any 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 timeouts you got to say? Um, no. Enjoy happiness and love. happy New Year, everybody. We All still right. saying Happy New Year. I, mean, I didn't say got, Happy New Year. Though, I've always wondered because like uh, that's gonna be my is, next. That's gonna be my next caption when I post a picture. Like, are we still saying Happy New Year? <laughs> of like, course. I have that in yeah, my yeah. notes. Like, are we still saying All Happy right. New Year? Two weeks. Two weeks tends to be the cutoff. No, oh. pe- people that are listening. Um, when you guys, after you listen to this, go ahead and head over to our Instagram. Uh, hold up, we need to talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let us know when yeah. is the cutoff for saying <laughs> Happy like, New Year. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Right we on. love y'all. Thanks for sticking with us. And yeah. this is the the beginning of the middle of us coming through. I don't yeah, know what to say. Yeah, two point oh. Damn right. Up we need yeah. to talk two point oh. We're right, back yo. and we're better. And then bye. Bye.